Welcome to the bestiary. As we travel through our collection of the fiercest foes in the realm, remember, exhibit barriers offer your protection. Never feed the exhibits, and please, no flash photography. Ah, my leg! On your way out, don't forget to visit the gift shop and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Now, let's meet our guides for today's exhibit, Bill and Troy. Hello and welcome to the final season. Uh, final season? <laughs> That'll be a chat. That, that's a long way away. Welcome to the final episode of The Bestiary uh, with myself and Troy. And today we are covering the final epic boss of Macro Reactor number five. It's the big battle on the tiny bridge. It's oh Mr. President. It's Mr. President's favorite robot. It's Das Airbuster. <laughs> I'm so happy to be with here, you here in uh, another season finale, Bill. It's just, this show's been, uh, it's been such a journey uh, to go on this adventure with you. Uh, it's, you know, it's taken us ages to get here, but we're finally at the finale of season two. Uh, fighting the Airbuster here. Uh, the Airbuster is, is such an amazing uh, robot to fight here. I, I think I want to start at the very beginning, uh, at the very base of this thing, because the Airbuster is himself cushioned on air i do believe that black bit around the base of this robot is a hovercraft inflatable black uh bladder that he floats upon it's it's more than a hovercraft because this guy is able to propel himself up into the air like mm -hmm. <clears throat> a good a good 10 feet off the ground and maneuver himself over people correct so it is more than a hovercraft this is like harrier jump jet type technology <laughs> that they put into the bottom of this airbuster mm -hmm. but you're right he generally just floats around spinning left to right sometimes doing the full pirouette on a cushion of air he's uh he's back to basics with a, <clears throat> a kind of a blue turquoise design overall uh he said you know the red of macro factor five oh no 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 <clears throat> we're going back to shinra standard with the blues yeah this uh, this is classic shinra uh, mm -hmm. attire uh, He's got kind of a uh, uh, an octagonal base that he sits upon, which leads mm -hmm. up into a joint, and then the rest of his body comes out of that joint. And it's it's a pretty humanoid uh, body from there, I would say. You've got a torso, you've got two arms, and you've got a head for the most part. There's obviously some uh, distinctive uh, pieces in there, but but a fairly humanoid torso. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fairly it's fairly humanoid. He's got kind of like three bits of pipework coming out of his chest, which then seem to come out further down, but um, just beneath its groin. I believe that's uh, uh I believe those are going to be uh, uh, air ducts uh, pushing down the mm. air that then allows him to propel himself upwards. Yes, and then you've obviously got the uh, the two exhaust pipes either side of that on his base. Mm -hmm. uh, to you know, when he needs to go down, he'll let air flow up. Correct. Uh, on his uh, arms here. He's got very big shoulder pads. Uh, Shinra's really into the big shoulder pads uh, with two vents in the backs of his shoulders as well, just in case. Well, he I believe those air. vents actually fire out rockets. They're rocket vents. That's what I call uh, the <laughs> things that launch rockets. Uh, yes. I'm like, oh, look at this thing that launches a rocket. What should I call it? I know. I'll call it a rocket vent. <clears throat> but yeah, but those shoulder pads, man, they are impressive. That is like pure 80s delight, that is. Mm -hmm. that uh, is yeah. His they forearms seem to be white gloves 
very, mm-hmm. very big white gloves with uh, kind of dark black joints at the fingertips. Yes. Um, now, how about his head here, Bill? His head is uh, its like a pin. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a tiny little pin head sitting in between his ginormous shoulder-padded shoulders mm-hmm. uh, with the rocket vents. Um, yeah, it's almost like someone's just stuck a square block on it and then just put like a, a red eye slit in the middle. But it's got kind of like three white like bumps kind of bands. or grills. Yeah, like sort of things going across it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives it a really human, human-esque appearance, but yeah, it, it has just got a tiny pin for a head. It's a poor little very thing. small head, considering mm-hmm. how say big everything thing. else is. Yeah, I'll say, well, I'll say poor little thing. This thing is like, you know, 25 feet tall. Yeah, its head this is probably normal. actually bigger than a normal head. It just looks small by comparison to everything else. Yes, uh, and then it's got a big hunch coming out of its back, uh-huh. which then has another vent, uh, another what I believe is another rocket vent coming out the back. And the rocket, Correct. so because he's got this nice turquoise coloring to himself, and then you know occasionally he's got his white joints that pop up every now and then, and his white hands, um, uh, and all the vents are a nice sort of like you know deep orange color. Mm-hmm. Oranges um, and uh, yellows kind of complementing that turquoise color. Yeah, but then he's got yeah, then he's got that one red slit for his eyes, which is kind of like um, that cyborg program that I can't remember the name of. It goes back and forth. The, like Knight Rider. From Battlestar? The the Cylons? Yes, that's what I was trying to yes, yes, yes. You know, there's a car that has taillights that vaguely look like Cylon eyes, and I can't drive behind those cars because I get distracted just imagining <laughs> Cylon eyes going back and forth. <laughs> oh, I like that. When you see them and they're indicating left and right, it's going... I, I want them to do that. Every time I'm behind one, I'm like, please tell me this is the person who has modified their taillights so that it does the Cylon eye. No, never is. Um... <laughs> I, Bill, I, you know, I hate to see the end of another season of the Beastiary, but I think that's all the physical description I've got for this guy. Yeah, there's not much else to him, unfortunately. He hasn't got as much sort of parts to him as the uh, the guard scorpion had. and mm-hmm. uh, But he's a very good-looking boy. I'll give him that. He is indeed. Now, if you were to be wandering through Macro Reactor number 5 and you came across President Shinra, who sicked the Airbuster upon you, Bill, what would your strategy be? Well, I'd be I'd be very cautious that he doesn't split my party in half. You know, mm-hmm. I'd want to keep my team together, uh, but that's what Airbuster's known for doing. He likes to split you in two and then sort of send you off on different journeys through uh, through through Midgar. Uh, and the best thing to do is when you meet him is to uh, just hit it to death. You know, hit it till it dies. Just beat it to death. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. My name's Tyler, and I host the podcast Too Young for This Hit, where I watch movies I've never seen before with guests who love them. So what kind of movies do we watch? We watch mostly like classics movies, you know, like... Escape from New York. 
Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Alien. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time, excellent. Aliens. Smokey and the Bandits. Rocky Horror Picture Show. In addition to talking about movies, we also talk about cats. A lot. For pretty much no reason. You can find Too Young for the Sid and tons of other great podcasts at probablywork.com. 